and welcome to Pop Notch, the podcast about top-notch pop culture. I'm Miz. And I'm Shoko. Today we're going to be talking about episode 4 of Giri Haji, produced by the BBC and Netflix and written and created by Joe Barton. Now the IMDb descriptions for each episode were getting a bit long, so I looked at Netflix and they have better, more concise episode descriptions. <laughs> so I'm going to be reading from that today. Yep. So according to Netflix, in this episode, shots fired and admit the gunfight for a moment, two brothers lock eyes and remember. The pain of betrayal also strikes a chord for Sarah. <gasps> See, that's short. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it starts from the gunfights in London and Japan. Ah! <laughs> I know, it was just very intense. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, 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 I like that it's not another cliffhanger here. Like, they don't go back in mm-hmm. past. They just start it off uh, from this gunfight. And um, yes. yeah, I, I couldn't help laughing when Toshio said, Ugokuna. And then, which is like, <laughs> like, don't move and freeze or something like that. And then like, yeah. oh, I've told you to freeze, but you're not freezing at all. Like, <laughs> I know. That was really funny. He was like doing like a one man comedy show <laughs> yep. in that moment in Japanese. <laughs> that was really cute. In this yep. serious, like tense scene, it was like mm-hmm. kind of uh, mood making, you know, it was very yes. cute. And Vickers and Kenzo face Albert. Uh, Vickers mm-hmm. is like completely useless. He's like scared mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. not fighting at all. And Kenzo also sees Yuto while chasing Albert and his minions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Every time I saw Kenzo in the gunfight, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you there? Like, what is, what are you doing with your life, Kenzo? Yeah, and he's really chilled. Like, he's like, really focused at shot, shit shooting other people. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe this is his job. I don't, yeah. <laughs> and then there is his part one, which says Yuto. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because I wanted to know more about Yuto and what happened to him. So the scene starts from Yuto and Kenzo's in... Uh, a flat, maybe Yuto's, at, Yuto's flat because it doesn't look like Kenzo's family flat. And they talk about Sora's funeral, so you understand this is after the incident of mm-hmm. Yuto slash Kenzo killing uh, a guy mm-hmm. at Nomiya. And Kenzo get uh, Yuto a job as a mailman. I think he was looking pretty good in that postman mm, suit. Yeah. Handsome, <laughs> handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yuto wasn't happy about how he looked, but yeah, he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes back home, uh, he does a de- decent job, and Yuto, we see Yuto being an uncle in this family. Like, conversation between Yuto and Taki were, was really adorable. <laughs> yes, they were really cute together. Yeah. I also noticed here that Taki was reading shonen manga. Oh, like, was she? Traditionally boys manga. She was reading like Jump or something. You know, oh. those like, very square, thick yeah. ones. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I mean, when I was a kid, I adhered to gender stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So I read a lot of shoujo manga, like the girls manga. <laughs> <laughs> like big eyes and romance. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Taki's a cool child. She's yeah. really going for the boys. <laughs> I also really like shonen manga. And you can see that Taki is like, really likes pop culture just by looking at her 
uh, room mm-hmm. and mm. you know later on she's listening to some like Japanese pop kind of music while mm-hmm. she's sitting on the road so you can yeah. see her taste yeah also are we, we going to talk about the fact that we thought Nomiya referred to a bar and not a bookmaker's yeah 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 we, we'll talk about it I think the next scene uh, oh okay yeah okay, yeah okay. yeah I, I kind of the the conversation between Yuto and Taki really reminds me of my conversation with my uncle like she'd show us some dance moves and stuff like it's kind of <laughs> like really an uncle thing to say <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he's like the fun young uncle yeah and yeah. Taki is smiling like she's really cheerful happy girl mm-hmm. and yes. the whole family look really friendly and happy so something's gonna happen after this, I guess. So next morning, Yuto goes to work again and here uh, Jiro Yamamoto, who is one of the Hukuhara minions. Oh yeah, he's the try-hard minion. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. trying very hard to be a Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. And he is very creepy. He, he punches Yuto and takes him to Hukuhara place. And Hukuhara, so this is the first time Yuto sees Hukuhara boss, which is um, Mokun. <laughs> mm-hmm. and yep. Of 80s Japanese boy band fame. Yep. <laughs> and Hukuhara tells him that apparently the guy who was killed worked for Endo, and so um, it's complicated now. And I didn't realize that up until this point, I didn't know that Nomiya was bookmaker. I thought mm-hmm. it's the other Nomiya, which is a drinking place, a bar or pub. So I thought the yeah. guy who was killed was actually owns a bar or something. <laughs> Me too. I was so confused. I was like, why are they talking about betting and horses when it was a bar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe this guy is really uh, good at betting on horses or something like that. <laughs> I was not sure. And I also learned here that uh, a horse could be doped by gangsters uh, in the Mm -hmm. horse race. (laughs) Mm. That's really scary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I also uh, learned for the first time here that the Yakuza call their boss, like like the Yakuza boss dad, Mm -hmm. Oyaji. Because I know they call them Oyabun, which is like parent. But I didn't know that they also could be more like dad or Yeah, yeah. True. It sounds really like a dad. I didn't know that either. I actually didn't really understand how the bookmaker earned money, so much money. Is it because a lot of gangsters bet a lot of money and the bookmaker get to keep some of those money? That Oh, um, it's because the gangsters bet a lot of... They bet a lot of money on a horse yeah. that they thought was going to win because it was yeah, yeah, drugged. Yeah. And then the horse didn't win. Mm-hmm. So it means that at the bookmakers, there was all the money that the gangster had placed but oh. it wasn't being paid out. Okay, I see. Yeah. And so Hukuhara says something like, you're smart to Yuto, and Yuto is clearly flattered. Mm-hmm. And here, in my head, alarm is going, because I know like mm-hmm. it's a Yakuza thing. I think I told you in the first episode, it's a Yakuza oh, yeah. thing to tame the guy at the beginning and say nice things to them, so that they are like really like mm. yeah dependent on them. 
Yeah, good Yakuza knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just distracted by Fukuhara's house and mm-hmm. all of like the massive paintings he had on the wall. <laughs> yeah, had a wall that was just like Brunez one's painting, and I was like, what do you, what is that? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Fukuhara's taste. And so he said something like, "You need to join Fukuhara and have to atone to Endo." And then he said the reason why he wanted Yuto to join the family is because he backs winners but I wasn't mm-hmm. really convinced because I, I thought there is something shady behind yeah mm-hmm. yeah I definitely felt throughout the episode like Gahara was like the devil mm-hmm. on Yuto's shoulder yeah and then Kenzo was like an angel on the other <laughs> side yeah was trying to like lure him into two different paths true but yeah to yuto i think maybe kenzo sounded more like a devil and hukuhara sounded like someone who saves him because mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i don't think kenzo is very nice yeah <laughs> to yuto i think i feel like maybe he's a bit patronizing Mm, true or comes across that way yeah he's not really good at making Yuto feel good oh yeah oh can I say something else about this yeah sure sure so while Yuto was a postman Mm -hmm. he was delivering the post on Mm -hmm. his bike and then he left his bicycle in a place that said no parking (laughs) and that really cracked me up because it was like he's trying so hard to be a rebel he's like yeah they'll show them park my bicycle in a place that said no parking (laughs) And it's like, this is just a bicycle, you do. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah, Yuto okay. is really cute and sometimes a bit childish. So Yuto is back at home. He doesn't tell Kenzo that he joined Hukuhara family. And, you know, and then after that, there is a Hukuhara scene. And mm-hmm. Hukuhara asks Yuto again, like, how, like, how much are you educated? And Yuto says something and Hukuhara again says, but you wanted to be better yourself. You know, this is all cheesy, you know. <laughs> I feel very stressed here because <laughs> it's the Yakuza tactics. Yeah, and yeah. Yuto is clearly fooled and oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for it. Um, so after that, Yuto picks up Eiko and we know who Eiko is really and wow. She is the boss's daughter. <laughs> yes. I was not expecting that. No. And I was like astonished how brave Yuto is. Or like, does he understand that it could be risky kind of thing? Because yeah, yeah, father and right. daughter relationship could be difficult, right? Like, yeah, it's clearly a big risk. Also, here Yuto has to go and pick Eiko up mm-hmm. because Jiro... The try-hard minion has a date. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, who's going on a date with him? <laughs> it was also uh, unexpected. Yeah, he has a date. Um, good for him. And there was a very cute conversation in the car between Yuto and Eiko. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of, you know, they talk about shoe stuff and yeah, they're cute. Yeah, she's got a sexy leg. The way she puts her foot up. Yep. Into the seat. <laughs> very sexy like yeah <laughs> and you just swallows his saliva like obviously yes. <laughs> he's into it and on the day they had sex i'm not sure if it's on the day but eventually it happens like they get together and three months later again yuto is picking eiko up and eiko asks him why are you working from for my dad and then mm-hmm. yuto says he's a good boss again i feel stressed but in um eiko's opinion Yuto is a good guy, unlike all the other guys. What do you think about it? Mm, yes, here I put a question mark as well. 
because I think in the next scene he then goes and beats someone up mm-hmm. with Jiro and I I just I just don't buy that you can I don't know maybe you can you can just look at a person or get to know someone and, mm-hmm. and think oh it's not this is not you mm-hmm. you could be better but oh. at the moment I'm not really feeling that potential <laughs> to be honest so so you think you do could be a bad guy yeah yeah just... I, I think that yeah and then after this Yuto and a guy at a stylish cafe and this guy mm-hmm. like random guy said that he's got a photo of Hayashi's wife and then so yeah. this guy wanted to revenge uh his ex-wife slash ex-wife lawyer who is Hisa Hayashi and then mm-hmm. took photos and oh okay i get it now yeah, wow. yeah. that was pretty convoluted <laughs> <laughs> okay i know and then he was freaked out because hukuhara was in it and then he wasn't expecting that like <laughs> no, at that's all that's scary <laughs> and um i really like this scene because at the end of this scene the barista looked really confused mm-hmm. <laughs> listening yes. to their conversation and then mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a civil man <laughs> so yeah he's like what are they doing in my cafe <laughs> yeah I feel like I've heard odd conversations in cafes like that before. Really? Once I was in Shibuya and there was this like man being interviewed for a job. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the job was like um, like an adult film job. <laughs> <laughs> it was like either that or like something to do with wrestling, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> it could either be wrestling or... <laughs> or, yeah, or a porn film. And I wasn't sure, but I was very intrigued. <laughs> That's interesting. I never encountered that kind of situation before. Or maybe I don't pay attention. So here's the another dramatic scene where Endo and Hukuhara are at one place and mm-hmm. Yuto needs to cut off his finger. Ah. I actually skipped this scene because I didn't want to watch. No, it's it's so gruesome and it's so realistic. Yeah, it was. Like, I listened to the sound a little bit and then I skipped, like, because it was so realistic. Like, the, the sword cutting into the fresh and... Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was terrifying. And and also, if cutting your own thing isn't bad enough, you didn't have to wrap it in a napkin <laughs> and give it to end. <laughs> yep. That was weird. And it's like, can't someone else do that? You just cut off your own finger. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird experience. Yeah, and then I was also wondering what's the deal between these two? Like, how Endo is so satisfied looking at Yuto cutting off his finger and, like, there's this deal, clearly this deal behind, between them, Endo mm-hmm. and Hukuhara, that, okay, Yuto is going to cut off his finger and we are happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I was like, isn't it weird that that just solves everything? Yeah, I know. It's very weird. Yeah, and then Kenzo realizes Yuto's hand and he got really upset, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Yuto says Hukuhara-san here. So Yuto clearly admires this person, otherwise mm. he won't say san. I was like, okay, yeah, he's really into this guy. And he also says he sees something in me and then I'm like, ah, oh, you're a fool completely. <laughs> and then they get into a fight and Yuto points gun at Kenzo and I'm like, oh, he's turning into a gangster. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty scary. It's also interesting because I feel like part of the reason Yudu thinks he's mm-hmm. capable mm-hmm. of doing bad things is because he thinks he killed the guy at the bookmakers, even though 
it was Kenzo. Yeah. And so he commits another crime. Jiro hands mm-hmm. a sword and Yuto kills a person. Again, a dramatic mm-hmm. scene. I kind of yeah. skipped like the actual stabbing scene because I was like, oh. Yeah, there's a lot of stabbing and blood <laughs> and gore yeah. in this episode. <laughs> yeah. And there is a Hukuhara and Yuto moment. And here's an interesting quote from Hukuhara. I'm not sure what you think about it. He said, mm-hmm. fighting against his true nature is a battle he'll surely lose. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what he meant. Maybe we'll understand a bit better later on, but I wasn't. it wasn't so clear to me what he wanted to say and mm. yeah, how it's Yeah, linked. I interpreted this as Gahara again trying to tempt Yuto into being a Yakuza mm. by saying that your true nature is to go around killing a bunch of guys oh i see beating some, some guys up yeah and so it's no use to fight against that mm. nature i see true also like it has to be your true nature otherwise you'll lose so kind of you have to admit it yes exactly yeah, yeah he has to go with that yeah i yeah. see and um here comes a very cute moment where yuto sees taki sitting on the street and mm-hmm. taki says mom and dad are arguing and I was like, mm-hmm. maybe over Yuto? I'm not sure, because I, it could be, right? Be- oh, yeah. Yeah, because Kenzo yeah. is really upset. I think everything he can think of at this moment is probably about Yuto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she says, everyone started to become angry at each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is actually the moment when Yuto turned into Yakuza, uh, when mm-hmm. everything went really downhill for this family and everyone's yeah angry and grumpy at each other all the time yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yes and i think this fits in with the beginning of the previous episode episode three Mm -hmm. when kenzo blames yuto Mm -hmm. for everything that's gone wrong in his life Mm. and i think you can really see yeah yeah true true yeah uh and then here's an interesting scene like yuto sees a mouse on the street or a rat Mm -hmm. and then the camera zoom out from Yuto mm-hmm. so that Yuto is like in this crossing and then becomes smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. I thought it's mm-hmm. really artsy. Um, it's a very interesting camera work and I was... Yes, I really it looked very it. good. And yeah. I felt like it was also metaphorical because mm-hmm. he is at a crossroads, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, And he can True. choose yeah. whether to take a good path or a bad path, mm. or quote unquote good or bad. And... And, you know, he, I guess he's chosen the Yakuza life already, but yeah, I feel like yeah. in this episode, in the flashback, it's all about him being at a crossroads where he could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But could he? I'm not sure. Once Yakuza asks you to join, <laughs> I, <have laughs> I guess he can't say that. Yeah, I kind of have a feeling yeah. that you can't say no, but Yuto mm-hmm. chose the way, like, with his will, like, it's his own intention. Mm. Um, yes no I think that's a really interesting question actually about how much choice he had Mm -hmm. because of course at the end of the episode Mm -hmm. Sarah is is asking the exact same thing Mm. which is high of whether we have choices or we're just being moved around true yeah that's true and part two a rat (laughs) I didn't Mm -hmm. know a rat translates to uragirimono which is a betrayer yeah I guess it is yeah like a a sneak. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, mm. and then Sarah's having sex with Ian here. Mm-hmm. And it's in summer. Um, 
it seems like Ian cannot find evidence for his own case and yeah they are kind of cute together here but something shady is starting to happen um, mm-hmm. the boss asks Ian to uh, get help from Joyce who comes into mm-hmm. play uh, eventually yeah. it's really interesting that Sarah doesn't like prawn crackers <laughs> I love prawn crackers <laughs> yeah they're really good yeah yeah but yeah, I understand the reason why he she's disgusted because it's like mashed up seafood. If she yeah. doesn't like seafood to begin with, it's probably disgusting. Um, and there is another uh, scene from Autumn, a uh, birthday party for Sarah. And the boss seems to be like very friendly to both Sarah and Ian here, which mm-hmm. is what we didn't see in the possibly the first episode where he was very harsh at Sarah mm-hmm. there. Yes. Yeah, that's that. And Ian and Steve talk about uh, stuff uh, during the birthday party a lot. Mm-hmm. And Sarah wanted to ask him about it. And Ian is like, no, nothing. Like, it's about the case. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah wanted to have sex at the kitchen. And uh, Ian is kind of angry at her because it m- means that Sarah doesn't like, like, feels the bedroom sex is boring which is Mm -hmm. i i I, even i can understand it's not what she meant she just wanted to have something irregular yeah Um, exactly she just wanted a bit of fun (laughs) yeah yeah here i think with all with all the scenes with ian Mm -hmm. i was very stressed yeah because i thought that ian would suddenly turn violent Ah. at some moment yeah yeah, and so i was on the edge of my seat expecting that to happen yeah because he's going to be a criminal. We know that he's going to be a criminal, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And so Sarah is a bit paranoid about Joyce. And mm-hmm. she says, like, she's from Brighton. And I was like, okay, she sounds a bit paranoid. And then Roy was, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then Roy was there and then he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, this said, stuff. <laughs> yeah, he said his dog had diabetes. <laughs> Poor Roy. Yeah. <laughs> And um, Ian gets a call from this strange man who mm-hmm. is an informant. So it's like a, some kind of suspicious movement there. And he has drinks with Steve and he comes back late at night. And the, the distance between Sarah and Ian seem to get bigger and bigger. And they are not mm-hmm. really having a good time. No. Yeah, it's, it's stressful to see. Um, Sarah started smoking again, eats mm-hmm. dinner alone, and yeah, it's kind of depressing to see. D- do you have anything to add in this scene? Or? No, it's, I just read a note that when Sarah asked Ian how the case was going, mm-hmm. and he said, it's going nowhere. <laughs> and I thought that was very symbolic of the relationship as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And so Sarah talks to this, I don't know who she is, but presumably her friend. Mm-hmm. And she says the... Um, line do you ever think that how everything we do is like repeating again and again and mm-hmm. we cannot control everything and then she, her friend says yeah or maybe you're stoned how's Ian which is <laughs> <She's> very <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact question that she needs right like I, I mean she understands her very well <laughs> mm-hmm. yes exactly yeah, yeah. like at the moment you just need someone to be like okay you're high <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> I know you have a problem with Ian. Uh, yeah, let's let's be uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, so she's a good friend. Um, so after this, Sarah C 
sees Joyce's name on the phone of Ian, mm-hmm. and it's kind of obvious that he's cheating on her. Yes. Yeah, which is a very sad moment. I couldn't stand. <laughs> yeah, how can you cheat on Sarah? Yeah, so she's cute. a brilliant person. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't understand what Ian's doing. I think he's stressed. Sarah chases Ian. Maybe Sarah chases Ian because she wanted to find out whether she he, he's meeting Joyce, or I'm not really sure. He, yeah, she's just that's very, how I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he went to this place. And on the next day, or soon after that, Ian arrested people at the same place uh, mm-hmm. where he went to. And and at the celebration, he looks exhausted to me. And yes. he makes this eye, eye contact with Joyce, and but he doesn't look so happy, even if it's like his celebration. Mm, yes, that's what I felt about. He looked so tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so tired. Yeah. And... Finally, Ian and Sarah have sex at kitchen at this, I don't know, last moment. I think it's mm-hmm. the last sex. <laughs> yeah, and probably. Yeah, and Sarah turns him in maybe on the next day. Yes, yeah, I thought this was a very interesting move because obviously Ian's done something wrong. He's planted evidence. Mm-hmm. And so she is in the right. But she's kind of motivated by his cheating on her, right? Mm. Like I, feel I like think so, yeah. If yeah. yeah, he hadn't cheated on her with Joyce. Yeah. Maybe she wouldn't have ratted him out. No. And like... I also thought this was a very interesting look at the police because you really see here that the police don't care about corruption mm. or, you know, false evidence. But yeah. They're very invested in just protecting their own. That's true. And their own team. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's why the boss. Uh, didn't like Sarah in the end. Maybe he wanted Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, because yeah, she went against that. Yeah, yeah, maybe to some extent he knew about it. That's why they were having a lot of discussions before. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's possible. And six-year mm. sentence is damn long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not... It wasn't that long, right? He got out relatively quickly, I think. Mm, yeah, true. Probation. And also... So this Albanian guy who was mm-hmm. released after mm-hmm. Ian was arrested. This mm-hmm. guy yeah. must be one of Vicar's crew, right? Because he's Albanian? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was how everything connected ah, with each other. Okay. That's true. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. possible. And I think she sees Rat uh, scraped on the window. I, I think mm-hmm. it's Sarah's house, right? It was kind of creepy. And it goes back to Yuto's narrate about his dream. And I thought it's funny, but Eiko gives him a fingertip as a present. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> like, what a present. I wasn't sure. Is is that his fingertip or is it like replicate of something? Yeah, no, no, no. I think it's like a replacement fingertip ah. that she ordered specifically. <laughs> because it's it was massive, right? It didn't really It was fit. really big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And there was another present, and she is she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yes. What? <laughs> I know. So Yuto asked the boss for permission to get married to her, and he he doesn't say like no immediately, but he says like there is a lot to think about, and he mm. his eyes look teary. 
and I wasn't sure what that meant. <laughs> it was very ominous. Yeah. yeah. And Jiro calls Yuto to mm. actually kill him uh, at this, mm-hmm. I don't know, place. Yeah, here I was surprised at how many big guys there were. Everyone was like mm. really massive, like burly. <laughs> yeah. Jiro looked nothing like them. Um, they... No, Jiro looked relatively skinny compared yeah. to some of the big guys. Yeah. So being a big is not necessarily a gangster property. I'm not sure. It doesn't have. They don't have to be big, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I say big. I guess just because there aren't that many big guys in Japan. When <laughs> you see someone who's very well built, it's like, oh my uh, god, true. Are you a gangster? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see them very often. Um, Yuto successfully runs away and get Fukuhara's call on the way in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and he actually picks it up. I was quite surprised yes. that he picks it mm-hmm. up um, now that mm-hmm. he knows that Fukuhara is trying to kill him. I think he still has uh, faith in Fukuhara maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his story was kind of devastating like why Fukuhara doesn't want Yuto to get married to his daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel sympathy <laughs> for him a bit. Like, it's it's sad. Yeah, it's a sad story. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was going to say pretty sad for Eiko because mm. I guess she's just been born into this Yakuza family mm. and that's just her life. It's kind of like being born into a royal family. Yeah, guess, true. Except with more stabbing where <laughs> you don't really have a choice in any of your actions. <laughs> I know. And yeah... It's it's parents' ego, right? I think that mm-hmm. he doesn't want Aiko to get married to gangster. Uh, yes. But, yeah, but he also has a sad yeah. history. Okay, I had a question about Fukuhara. So when he called Yuto, he looked mm-hmm. very disheveled, mm-hmm. kind of tired and upset. Yeah. And do we think that this is because he's conflicted about having Yuto killed because he actually likes Yuto? Or do you think he's just upset about the whole situation and Aiko being pregnant? And stuff. Um, or is he just tired? Yeah, he's just really tired, man. <laughs> Maybe. He's <laughs> had a very long day. I'm pretty sure there are a lot to think about. Like, not necessarily only about political thing, but mm. also like memory of his wife or... I don't mm. know. I see. Yeah, I see. I'm pretty sure he loves his daughter, so... I also had another... Thing I wanted to say in this scene, mm-hmm. which is that his phone background mm-hmm. is Ryoma Sakamoto. Sakamoto Ryoma. <laughs> Did you see that? I saw that. Yes. And just to explain who he is. So he's a Japanese samurai mm-hmm. who basically fought for the modernization yep. and opening up of Japan because yep. Japan was a closed country for like 300 years mm. from like 1600s to the mid 1800s. Mm. And so Sakamoto Ryoma was kind of against this mm. and pro modernization, mm. industrializ- industrialization, and yep. so on. And he was assassinated, I think, when he was about 30, 31. So he's kind of a oh. martyr figure. And people think that, you know, he's very cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a cool historical figure. Yeah, he's very popular. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that you had him as his background Mm. because he clearly kind of respects him yeah i i wanted to mention that as well but i wasn't really sure if it's 
Yuto's background or is it the Kohler's background? Is it Yuto's background, you think? It's Yuto's background, couldn't oh. it? Because it was the same background when he got a call from Kenzo oh, and okay. ignored it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, he clearly yeah. admires him or want to be yes. like him. Okay, and then here comes the part three, which is bang, bang, bang. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we go back to the beginning where uh, there are lots of uh, gunfight. Um, Donna and Yuto runs off. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of things happen at the same time. So I'm kind of just uh, say what happens. Kenzo's still mm-hmm. in the gunfight. Vika runs away. And Hukuhara got shot. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. 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 And here, Toshiro is actually pretty good at shooting. I mm. thought. Yeah. And I think Roy got shot as well. But he, he yeah. looked relatively okay compared to Hukuhara, who looked really, mm-hmm. like, down um, on the yeah. ground. Yeah. And then Yuto... And then here's another, like, a narrate again from Sarah, where she says how everything we've done is going to happen again. And so mm-hmm. Yuto decides... There is a scene that Yuto decides not to die after everything happened between uh, him and Eiko. But somehow, maybe it's like the aftershock of the earthquake Jiro was talking about earlier. The the cliff mm-hmm. cl- like fall off and then with the yes. car as well. <laughs> Lucky for him. A very well-timed earthquake. <laughs> yeah. And Yuto is again trying to was trying to die or he was almost dying but mm-hmm. you know maybe he's saved again i'm not sure yeah everyone's got injured donna vickers got injured and kenzo is alive but uh kenzo's dad is coughing up blood in japan mm-hmm. and yes. yeah a lot happening in this scene yeah this scene was amazing first of all i thought the music was really good yeah like music like the choice of music in this whole series is like amazing yes yeah the lyrics kind of matches and it gives this like dramatic or emotional um touch to the scene so yes exactly and i think yeah and here it's just um like a score though it wasn't like a song that they yeah yeah, but it was like original yeah composition i think and it was so good yeah and they're like so many good moments like the vicar's and Tyler moment mm-hmm. where they're shooting at each other and then you don't know what's happened until a few moments later because like, <laughs> <Yeah. Vickers laughs> got away with the grace yeah. luckily chaos and yeah and also just Kenzo deciding to shoot the Albanian guy in mm. the face to protect his brother oh yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah I thought there was just so many interesting things going on like we see like we like you say we hear Sarah's monologue about the echo, mm-hmm. which itself is an echo. True, from yeah, yeah, it was the episode. Yeah. yeah, and we also see Fukuhara from mm-hmm. episode one when he's saying that a stone's been thrown into the pond and yeah. the ripples are just reaching us now. Yep, and I love that moment when Sarah and Ian are walking into a coffee shop mm-hmm. and are walking out of a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and as they do that, Rodney goes into the coffee mm, shop yeah pass each other and then that's where he meets tiff for the first yeah. time and oh there's just so much going on and i feel like all of the threads that have been or the, or the seeds that have been sown mm-hmm. throughout the episode with all the different dialogue and stuff mm-hmm. just comes together at the end and it's yeah so good yeah it's so, so good. good yeah and i'm very curious what's going to happen next how it ends up like 
Kenzo sees Yuto and are they gonna talk or yeah is anyone gonna die or I thought that yeah the ending was so good with the narration with the speech he gives about having a dream when he thinks he's dying Mm. and then he wakes up and then he wakes up in real life at the end (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so well written yeah oh also um, one more thing that we find out it wasn't Ian who threw the brick through Sarah's window yeah it was just like a bunch of young boys oh okay that's what it meant oh I see I didn't get that yeah that's true yeah yeah it wasn't Ian okay yeah I don't know, it's just so good. <laughs> All of the connections between the characters. Yep. And how they're how these small moments are matched in the narration. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Yep. Yeah. In the end London yeah. is a small world, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I mean that's the moral of the story. Yep. <laughs> it's a small world. Yeah. Everything's connected. Yep. Even Tokyo and London is connected, you know, like they are all connected. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think there was just so much going on Mm -hmm. in that last scene, which I thought was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the speech itself is echoing. (laughs) (laughs) You had to say that twice because it's important. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. See, that was an echo of what I said earlier. (laughs) I see, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I guess that's the end of the episode. Did you have mm. any final thoughts? Though it was very interesting. This episode was very interesting because it centers around Yuto and Sara, who mm-hmm. we didn't see the link before, but you know they're linked somehow with uh, their mm-hmm. narratives, and very well written. I was really amazed by how they come together at the end, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. Do you have a favorite quote of the week? <laughs> I think <laughs> there were so many good quotes, but they're all serious. So I will pick the one that's not serious, which is from I give credit for him, like making this show more, I don't know, funny, you know, yeah. comedy. Really great, yeah. great comic timing. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite quote my not so serious uh, favorite quote was Eiko Mm -hmm. when you two asked what's your favorite kind of shoe Mm -hmm. and she was like right shoes (laughs) (laughs) I mean the question was weird but the answer is even weirder (laughs) yeah it's pretty funny yeah yeah Yeah. it's got a sense of humor yeah Yeah. their their conversation is full of wit I I like them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Um, we'll see you next time when we're going to dive into episode five. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at PopNotchPod. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Bye. Bye. <laughs>